Welcome back to Bitches and Bangers, the ultimate destination for all things music, culture and unfiltered commentary. I'm your host Aideen and today we're diving deep into the latest tea that's been brewing in the industry. In this episode, we're serving up the latest information on the ongoing feud between two powerhouse queens of rap, Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj. From fiery verses to subtle shade, we'll dissect every lyric, tweet and Instagram post as we unravel the drama behind this epic clash. So grab a drink and buckle up because things are about to get spicy. This week on Bitches and Bangers, we're discussing the real hot girl beef, Stallion versus Barbs. What's up, bitches? Welcome back to Bitches and Bangers. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. Listen, if there, this is an unplanned, unscheduled episode. This was not him. I have a list of episodes. I've been working on some since the new year, incoming, but this was not one of them. But let me tell you, if there was ever a topic that would wake me up from the bitch and the banger's grave and get my little bum on this stool to record, it would be this drama that is happening between Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj because fuck me, this is (laughs) some of the juiciest stuff that we've had like drama-wise in the music industry in a while and it's so suited to this podcast I mean if any any of like my friends listening would know like in lockdown like that 2020 lockdown Megan the Stallion was my bitch like you would swear I was going around with an arse like hers listening to her music nowhere near do I have let me just add but you would think I did Captain Hook oh my god and then recently, last week actually, I rediscovered Savage, specifically the remix with Beyonce, because we let that song go too fast. We let it go too fast. That is now on replay for me. I've also been known to love a bit of Nicki. So, you know, this whole drama between them has had me in a chokehold. I don't know about all of you, but my TikTok is just like every second one is is a video or a reaction to the songs and it's it's honestly keeping me awake and I, I love it i love it we all like to say we don't love the drama not me not here we're getting into it it's quite common in the music industry for artists to be shady towards one another specifically in hip-hop and not for it to sound like a sweeping statement or anything but especially amongst women we can be very petty when we want to be and this drama has made me realize that it doesn't matter how rich you are or how famous you are if you want to be petty you'll be petty but for two women who considered each other industry friends only a couple of years ago you know people have been asking what has happened to cause what some people are considering the downfall of the queen of rap Nicki Minaj so let's get into it So let's rewind back to last Friday, 26th of January, when Megan dropped her latest single, Hiss. Hiss serves as the second single from Megan Thee Stallion's eagerly awaited third studio album. On the track, Meg addresses various aspects of her life, success and challenges, all while maintaining a confident and empowered demeanour. I mean, it sounds like every Megan Thee Stallion song, right? I could genuinely listen to that woman rap about rap the phone directory and... I, I'd be listening. So yeah, it, it all makes sense. The cover art of the song, which is sick, by the way, go have a look at it, is, it's like a vintage movie-style poster and it shows Megan with a white snake draped around her. When I say Megan dropped some serious bars in this song, like my jaw was on the floor, had to be picked up off the floor. She did not hold back and she really set the tone with the opener with her stating and I'd like to preface firstly I'm going to pause and give you all the opportunity if you haven't already done so to listen to the song Hiss followed on then by Nicki Minaj's reply in Bigfoot and then come back or you can listen to this episode and then go listen to the two songs but either way just make sure you listen to both songs so you have full knowledge of what's happening But Megan started off the song with like almost an open, it was like her opening monologue. It was was spoken 
with a lot of attitude there was no beat behind it and she said I just want to kick this shit off by saying fuck y'all I ain't got to clear my name up on a motherfucking thing every time I get mentioned one of y'all bitch ass mm, gets 24 hours of attention I'm gonna get this shit off my chest and lay it to rest let's go so she really said look I'm sick of you all mouthing me off we're not doing it anymore I'm gonna get this off my chest and you're gonna listen to me so she doesn't mention anyone's names specifically in the song but it does seem like she's coming for several people um names such as Tory Lanez, Drake, Kenneth Kenneth Petty and Partisan Fontaine all come up in the conversation around who the song's about so the song itself isn't necessarily a diss track aimed at Nicki Minaj but there was one lyric in particular that set Nicki into the state of what one could only describe as hysteria the lyric is as follows these hoes don't be mad at Megan these hoes mad at Megan's law now in case anybody doesn't know Megan's law is a real thing she's not just saying Megan's law because her name is Megan It is, in fact, a federal law in the States requiring law enforcement authorities to make information available to the public regarding registered sex offenders. What has this got to do with Nicki Minaj, you might ask? Well, fans picked apart the lyrics and have concluded that the lyric is a dig at Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Perry, not Kenneth Perry, sorry, Kenneth Petty, who is, in fact, a registered sex offender. Petty was convicted of attempted rape in April 1995 for an assault on a 16-year-old girl. He served four years for the incident. He has also served time for manslaughter in the first degree for killing a man in 2002. It's also really important to note that Nicki Minaj's brother has also been convicted of predatory sexual assault back in 2017 after being charged with repeatedly raping his 11-year-old stepdaughter at their Long Island home. Yeah, that that's a lot. That's a lot to digest there. Megan, like, people were shook when they heard that line in the song, and rightly so. She said, I'm going to put this out there, and, you know, you can interpret it whatever way you want if the shoe fits, and people made sure that damn fucking shoe fit. Um, it great, like, I'd never seen anything like, like, my TikTok was just video after video Megan's Law Megan's Law Megan's Law Megan's Law people locking up what Megan's Law is people reacting to the to the line it was it was lethal Nicki Minaj has defended her husband relentlessly for years after talk show host Wendy Williams addressed Petty's crimes on her show in November 2019 Minaj took to her own Queen radio show and said every time you mention him you feel the need to bring these things up I didn't know that in our society you have to be plagued by your past. I didn't know that people can't turn over a new leaf. Listen, if there is one woman, one woman that could cover this drama, it is Wendy Williams and we need to get her back on air. Free Wendy Williams. Free Wendy Williams. Free Wendy Williams. I would fucking love to hear her take on this. I just know it would be iconic and just so fucking funny. So yeah, I'm sad that that is something we are missing out on today, but we have to move, we have to move. Hiss had barely just dropped on streaming services when Nikki took to Instagram Live to defend her husband. She remained more or less off screen for the duration of the live, but came across as extremely aggravated by the comment made by Megan. The following morning, Megan made an appearance on the Breakfast Club radio show to explain the song and who it was aimed at. When she was asked if she was going to mention any names, she simply replied, I'm saying a hit dog gonna holler. That's it. Whoever feel it, feel it. Basically saying, if the shoe fits. To me, this felt like a direct hit at the outburst of a reaction that Nikki displayed the previous night on Instagram, which we will get into in a minute. The DJ then told her to, quote, prepare, stating... After this record drops, I want you to walk away from your phone because you know these motherfuckers will be on you for no reason. So just be prepared for all the smoke and all the comments, but just walk away. She responds, they're going to act like it's unprovoked and I'm going to take a little nap and wake up and then see what they have to say. I respect that. That is what I would do in a situation like this. To be honest, I'd probably cry and then nap 
this is why I, I wouldn't release a diss song though too sensitive um but yeah I respect that she was like oh I can't be arse dealing with this right now I'm gonna sleep have a fresh head and then I'll decide what route I want to take on this drama um the DJ then responds and says just don't get an Instagram live Megan let the record speak for itself this is an obvious dig at Nicki Minaj for her Instagram live before we dive any further into Nikki's response to Megan's song, I kind of just want to give a brief timeline of Nikki and Megan's relationship up to this point so we can have a bit of a better understanding as to how all of this kind of blew up. So the pair initially joined forces in August 2019 alongside Ty Dollar Sign for Megan's hit song Hot Girl Summer. Banger, by the way that is every year on my summer playlist and it does in fact make me feel like a hot girl during summer so yeah I will always love that song but prior to that song Megan first linked up with Nikki during an Instagram live she fucking loves those Instagram lives man where they were showering each other with love and Meg revealed that she'd been a barb since 2008 she said we are gagging right now we are dead bitch we love you since 2008 when i was in eighth grade and i could listen to you nikki went on to explain that there was no plans for her to hop on the record but she fell in love with it when she heard it and got to writing that same night and then subsequently went in to record with megan fast forward a year later in 2020 megan teams up with nikki's arch nemesis cardi b if you know you know those two publicly fucking hate each other that's a whole another episode in and of itself but they teamed up for the record breaking track WAP at the time Nikki took the high road as she was quoted lending praise to Megan as a woman and an artist in a variety feature she said one of my favorite things about Meg is her desire to further her education it's so important for women to feel inspired to achieve goals outside of social media where the focus is usually placed on their bodies or who they're dating at the time Women are more than just baby mamas, and we can continue to prove that by being goal-orientated, better, bettering ourselves, and being independent, Megan is the perfect example that we can have fun and be smart at the same time. Megan checked in with a Chicago radio station, during which she revealed that she didn't talk with Nikki about working with Cardi. She said, I didn't feel I had to call her first. I mean, because at the end of the day, I'm still an artist and I should be free to work with whoever I want. My personal relationship with anybody doesn't affect what I choose to do as an artist. Even me and Cardi's relationship furthered after the song. She's great on her own. I love her as a person. We talk often. We talk a lot. Me and Nikki, our relationship hasn't changed since we did Hot Girl Summer. I feel like women, we really do know how to coexist and we really do know how to not be catty. So despite popular internet opinion, that's really not the case. Oh... Oh, that comment hasn't really aged well, has it? We know how to not be catty. Oh, I don't know if we could say that now, Megan and Nikki. Anyway, moving on. So then, despite Nikki saying that she didn't really have a problem with Megan recording with Cardi, blah, blah, blah. January 2021, so maybe six months after WAP was released, Nikki unfollows Megan on Instagram with no context. And Megan eventually does the same thing to her. And that's kind of it for a while. It kind of... We don't really hear much more about it. And then during an episode of Queen's Radio, which is um, Nicki Minaj's radio station, radio show, whatever you want to call it, she accused Megan of shoving alcohol down her throat as well as allegedly suggesting she should get an abortion during the time when she was trying to get pregnant. Minaj would eventually give birth to her son, Papa Bear, in 2020. She was quoted saying, Imagine telling someone you didn't want to drink because you were, at the time, possibly pregnant, because you were actively having a baby. Imagine if that person said, Oh girl, you can go to the clinic. Imagine posting photos that you are pregnant and the person doesn't even like it or say congratulations. But then when you post that Beyonce sent you flowers congratulating you, the person then tried to send you flowers thinking that, oh, I can use this opportunity as she does everyone else. She'll post the flowers. A fan alerted Megan of the claims and she put an end to the controversy by denying the allegations and tweeting out lie in all caps. So that's kind of the the short brief timeline 
nothing really major happened i personally my personal opinion is that nikki was a bit sour that megan teamed up with cardi b i think her relationship with cardi b is so deep like there's a lot of hatred there amongst each other that anybody teaming up with cardi is an automatic no in nikki's book and i think she was a bit bitter about the fact that wap did significantly better than hot girl summer um and yeah i just i don't believe when she says that that wasn't part of the issue i just think it was like so soon after that to unfollow her and then be making all these claims that's my theory but it kind of brings us up to to this point of megan releasing her song and nikki's subsequent response so was there anything else in megan's song that sparked controversy with nikki or was it just that megan's law line megan's approach to the lyrics was a lot more subtle i guess in some way than nikki's which i mean i know i keep saying but we will get into soon soon it was much more based on like insinuation subtler references witty lines i mean she starts off um verse one saying i feel like mariah carey got these mm, so obsessed my pussy so famous might get managed by chris jenner next i love that line i love that line because if i was to hire anybody to manage my you know what it would be chris jenner because she would market the shit out of it even if it wasn't good she'd market the shit out of it she can that woman you know what they said the devil works hard but Chris Jenner works harder so I respect that Megan I respect it uh she goes on then another line she says is I can never be judged by a bitch that was dancing making R. Kelly go viral fans have stated that they think this line is also about Nikki because Nikki has a song called Up in Flames where she referenced Or Kelly stating even Or Kelly couldn't touch the kid this obviously didn't sit well with people seeing as both Nikki's husband and brother as well as Or Kelly are known for assaulting girls um young girls at that so that was a bit tasteless I think but anyway however this line might also be targeted at Rihanna you know not not a name you thought you'd hear today but uh, at Rihanna because Rihanna dropped Megan as an ambassador of her brand Savage X Fendi Rihanna also wore an Or Kelly shirt um adding to the fact that she might be continuing to support or kelly who knows who knows um drake also got a bit of a run-in with megan in the song she said these mm, hate on bbls and be walking around with the same scars so apparently this line is about drake who sided with tory lanes so just for reference in 2022 Tory Lanez was convicted for 10 years for shooting Megan the Stallion in the foot after a house party at Kylie Jenner's excuse me there's been a lot of back and forth as to is Megan lying did she get shot in the foot did she get shot on both feet was it just glass um a lot of people in the industry have been in support of Tory um Drake and Nicki Minaj included in that and you know a lot of the stuff that Megan talks about on his is to do with that situation and the fact that people just won't leave it alone and you know he's in prison now who's found guilty like why can't people just accept that and you know back off so yeah she said these mm, hate on bbls and be walking around with the same scars so apparently it's about drake and because on his 2022 track circle loco he seemingly insinuates that megan lied about getting shot by tory he said this bitch lied about getting shots but she's still a stallion now there's a double entendre here with getting shots could be gunshots and or injections also known as the bbl megan decides to point out the irony of this diss in her song after posting an instagram story in 20. 23 in april drake's fans began to speculate whether he underwent cosmetic surgery himself such as an ab surgery or even a bbl at the time of the release of his drake has always denied any of these rumors now listen i i don't know if it's true or not i don't think we're finding it anytime soon but in saying that if i was to put my money on any one male rapper 
come out and say they got a BBL. It would be Drake. He just seems like the type, doesn't he? Especially in recent years, it just, it seems like the exact sort of thing he would do would be, would be to get a BBL. And I would love if he just came out and, and, and admitted it. It would be very hun of him, love of huns. I think it'd be an iconic move for him to just admit that he got a BBL. Be one of the girlies. We know you wanna. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. So my dreams are crushed. Um, The last kind of dig that I just was obsessed with at the end. I mean, there's digs throughout the songs, but I can't get into all of them. But in the outro of his, um, Megan says, download JP since all y'all mm, got so much to say or schedule a conjugal visit or something. So for anyone that doesn't know, JPay is a technology and financial service provider within the United States prison system that allows people to send commissionary money or speak with inmates through video chat. So it's most likely that Megan is telling Tory Lane supporters to download JPay and talk to him while he's in jail instead of sending her online messages defending him. And obviously a conjugal visit is a visit, like an organised visit for an inmate usually for their spouse or whatever and the sole purpose is usually for sexual intimate reasons because you know they argue that they have the right to conceive a child etc etc so she's basically saying you know since she's all loving so much why don't you go pay him a visit to fuck him or whatever and I think that was pretty iconic of her to end her song on that and listen you can all form your own opinions on the songs but his is as far as diss tracks go it's really good it's got a good beat again megan i don't when megan goes like full gangster it just suits her so well it suits her like deep southern houston voice the attitude like and just the swag that comes out of her is so sexy i'm like oh yeah like i love when she goes into her tina snow kind of alter ego I think she is that bitch. And when she said, sorry, hoes hate me because I'm the it girl. I never asked to be the shit girl. Don't call me sis because I'm not your sister. You really need to come and get your mister. I think about that line at least three times a day. I think she is that girl. And my favorite thing about the song was, you know, it was very clearly about, you know, the shit that she's received in the past three or four years since the whole Tory Lanez incident and just she's saying look he's been proven guilty he's in prison like does, is that not proof enough for all of you just back off leave me alone you know you all keep saying that you're gonna take me down but like try and challenge me and I'll win and the thing with a diss song is if you're going to make one you need to come in all guns blazing confidence you need to be spitting facts you know there's no half-assed doing things and a lot of the times that's what diss tracks are because people do them in the spur of the moment and they end up being a total fucking mess as we will see with Nicki Minaj as well at least in my opinion at least in my opinion I'm gonna mention so many TikToks throughout this podcast episode because I genuinely get all my information off there the people on TikTok are geniuses and know so much more than I do but aside from that they are some of the funniest people ever on on that app like I'm never deleting that app because it brings me so much joy and serotonin and comedic relief and I've seen this TikTok by this DJ called DJ Honeybee okay go look her up she's so funny DJ Honeybee and she remixed the Megan's Law verse of his with the Law and Order theme tune and honestly it's so good and it's so funny and I just want everybody else to hear it so please enjoy that for a few seconds I really hope that that um, has been uploaded properly and doesn't get copyrighted because I will be so upset if it does. But it's my own fault. Probably should have expected it if, if it does. But we'll see, we will see. I somehow got away with having Triller music on my last episode, so there is hope. There is hope. Just no one report me, please. Please let me have this moment. And you all enjoy that. Don't even act like you didn't. So after Megan dropped that that track hiss, Nikki immediately went on Instagram Live. And I mean, 
I think most people would agree that like if Nikki hadn't went on Instagram Live or went on Twitter and just laid into Megan as she did, I don't think a lot of people would have put would have just assumed that that Megan's lawline was about her husband or her brother, but she kind of put her foot in it and made it about them. And you know, like Megan said, um, if the shoe fits, and that's exactly what she did. She put herself in it. And she's dug herself this hole now that I, it's just crazy. So basically her clapback song is titled Big Foot and that was officially released on Monday. However, she previewed like the majority of it during her Instagram live and through tweets on Twitter over the weekend. And it was really and truly guys, like I can't actually explain it. It was giving like a manic episode. It was giving like the latest season of American Horror Story or something it was really creepy and really weird I just re-watched if anybody wants to watch um there is the live the Instagram live it's about 20 minutes long and it is on YouTube if you type it in but I just re-watched it there and just some of the stuff she's saying is so out of pocket like it's crazy so she remains off screen for the entire thing so you can't see her um and she starts off the live by reminding everybody that she is now first and foremost a mother and since she's a mother there's different rules to play by now and that people have to watch what they say around her and to go and play with somebody else's family not hers now she stresses this point a lot throughout the live about her being a mother about her giving birth to her son don't bring my family's name into it talk about somebody else you know that point gets drilled like a lot throughout the 20 minutes she goes on to say all of this is obviously directed at Megan so everything I'm saying you can assume that it's being said about Megan she goes on to say repent wicked woman you wicked woman lying on your dead mom this is also something that she says a lot she brings up Megan's dead mom a lot so Megan's mother who was also a fellow rapper died in 2019 following a brain tumor and Megan's always been very she's always been quite open about how important her mom was and how hard that death was on her and how influential she was to Megan becoming a rapper she then Nikki now at one point she goes like full full-on Lady Macbeth on us, shouting that she is a disgusting serpent, thou art loose. Disgusting serpent, thou art loose. Some of the TikToks on that line are so funny, guys. You just type in on, on TikTok, disgusting serpent, thou art loose, and you'll get a good laugh. Um, when she addressed the Megan's Law line, she said you bringing up 30 year old tea from when this man was a 15 year old child you bringing up 30 year old tea because no man will ever fucking love you and you lying on your dead mother again nikki megan never really said that it was definitely about you know her husband nikki has now just took it upon herself to assume that that one line that one line in a whole song is about her family She's saying that no man will ever fucking love Megan. It's a bit harsh, isn't it? That's the last thing a girl wants to hear. God. And again, lying on your dead mother. Guys, I cannot explain to you. I cannot explain to you how many times during her life she said, lying on your dead mother. It, and she was rapping it. So the whole time the live was going on, the beat for the song Bigfoot was playing in the background. Like you could hear it. And she had obviously recorded some of it, not the whole thing, because you could hear lyrics in the background too. But she was freestyling the whole song on her live. So like she just randomly, she'd go quiet for two minutes and she'd be like, lying on your dead mama, your dead mama, lying on your dead mother. Like that's how she was singing it. But this went on for 20 minutes. Like, and you just think, shorty you know this is all fun and games and a bit of competitiveness in the hip-hop industry is good you know we all love it but when you mention my dead mother 30 odd times it's it's a bit much it's a bit out of touch you know especially when she keeps reminding everybody that she's a mother now and everything's changed because she's a mother and then simultaneously using someone else's mother 
it's debt to disrespect them it's a it is a bit out of touch and i honestly like just felt so uncomfortable the entire time watching watching the tiktok not the tiktok watching the instagram live like it like it was genuinely like a manic episode i seen someone comment on youtube saying this is what it's like when you sit beside a crackhead on the bus and i was like no 100 percent just like she was talking to herself and she kept talking on the live as if megan was watching and she kept saying like all these people were commenting you could see all the comments coming up on the live and there was like obviously like a few ghost accounts coming up and she was like adamant that all of the ghost accounts were megan like all of them were megan the stallion watching her on a ghost account it was it was it was insane and then she kept saying you asked for roman now this is roman so roman is obviously like her alter ego like you know like Beyonce has Sasha Fierce all that kind of stuff Nicki Minaj's alter ego is Roman that's why her her album's like Roman Revenge all that stuff um and then I found this really eerie like interview from years ago like when she first started or when her Roman Revenge is it Roman Revenge or Roman Reloaded one of those albums was released and somebody had asked her like about roman like who is he or like who is it like what does that alter ego represent and i'm gonna play you the clip now and again i'm just gonna hope it doesn't get taken around copyright but i'm gonna play you the clip and just it's so so eerie guys roman is a crazy boy who lives in me and he says the things that i don't want to (laughs) say he was born you know just a few months ago I think he was born out of rage. He was conceived in rage. So he bashes everyone. He threatens to beat people and he's violent. Wouldn't this be nice to have like an ignorant loudmouth who you can just sort of blame every... He wants to be blamed. I don't want to blame him. I, I, I ask him to leave, but he can't. He's here for a reason. People have brought him out. People conjured him up. Now he won't leave. Guys, did she just admit to being possessed? They conjured him up and now he won't leave? It's giving James McAvoy and Split. It's giving the latest installment of the Conjuring universe. And I just... Like, I don't know what's... I don't know what's worse, the fact that, you know, she admitted that or the fact that either she's using this as like an excuse to act a certain way i mean if that's true does that classify as like schizophrenia or like split personality or some sort of mental disorder i don't know it's just it's really odd and they kept saying like in the live she kept saying roman's here roman's here everyone was like give us roman give us roman she's like roman's here roman's here and it was just like really confusing so then i was like roman roman like i'd never really understood like i obviously knew roman was like an alter ego but i didn't know i didn't know he was like a new spirit living inside her really creepy people who were watching the live were quick to suggest that it was drug fueled and started calling the instagram live a coke rant claiming that she must have been in cocaine during her basically three-day rant on social media nikki responded to users on x who insinuated that her actions may be drug fueled stating whenever you see the words coke rant you know they're mad nikki tweeted if y'all hear how loud i'm laughing i've never done coke in my life but if i did i'd do it proudly waited up all night for this ass song though right now this is not the first time that nikki has been accused of using cocaine back in 2021 azealia banks it's always fucking azealia banks isn't it if there's ever any juicy gossip around it's azealia banks that that has it i would like to know her thoughts on this beef that's going down with nikki and megan at the minute but yeah anyway azealia accused megan of getting her nose dirty nikki responded to the allegations saying i don't know if it's just me but i wouldn't be embarrassed about any fucking drug i did that's why i talk about the motherfucking drugs i do in my motherfucking music always have always fucking will i'm awful i'm awful child but i want to make this clear so open everyone's ears clear them ears out I have never, 
ever in my life with my hands on Jesus Christ and y'all know how I feel about my Lord and Saviour. Never in my life, not even once sniffed coke, ever. That was kind of just a roundabout way of her again saying that she's never touched cocaine in her life. She could have just said that. That was a mouthful. Barely got that out of me. You think all that's bad. She was also, again, on one on X, aka Twitter. If anybody has any free time, there's a number of things I'm suggesting you do. Obviously, listen to the songs, get on Genius, look up the lyrics, look at the annotations, go on TikTok, look at some funny TikToks about it because they will make you laugh. And then also, just have a little scroll through Nicki Minaj's X because for literally three days straight, she just was non stop tweeting about Megan. I can't believe how pressed she was about one line in a song. Like, it's crazy. I found one tweet that I'm going to read out to you. And if I get all of this read out in one take, I will be super impressed with myself because this is a fucking mouthful. Right, so she tweets this. The bitch ain't get streamed in 84 years. Her team don't want me to drop because they know those numbers are gonna embarrass her lying lipo ass. And she know I got proof of what she did. And after how she allowed her best girlfriend to be bullied, attacked and ripped to shreds while Kelsey was pregnant with her first child after she had fucked her best friend's man. It wasn't enough. But this is y'all's girl's girl, right? Any mother taking this woman's side may God strike you down. Jesus Christ. Also, this is in all caps as well, just for some context. She goes on to say, don't want me to drop because she got to have a ghostwriting session for another week to get back to me. I just, I had the song beat for six years. And then she says at the end, what a scary ass bitch. Yikes. Hashtag Pink Friday 2 is platinum. <laughs> that was my favorite bit that she just plugged her, her latest album at the bottom. She was like, yeah, fuck this motherfucking hoe, two-time and lipo-ass bitch, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and also, my new album is platinum. Thanks, guys. I respect it. Get your bag, girl. You know, you gotta pull, you gotta plug yourself. If you're not gonna do it, nobody is. You know what I mean? So, like, bearing in mind that all of this happened before she even released the song on Monday. So, if we skip to Monday, then, Bigfoot's released on streaming services it's titled Bigfoot as a reference to Megan's five foot ten height and the fact that she was shot in the foot by Tory Lanez. Just a dig in and of itself, isn't it? The song itself is significantly weaker than his and you can really, really tell that it was made in the spur of the moment. And in her Instagram live, she's claiming, and in her Twitter, she's claiming that she had this beat for six years. And if she had that beat for six years... Like, I could have made that beat in two minutes on my shitty little Yamaha piano that I had when I was 12. And I know some of you know the one I'm talking about. The weird one that made the weird noise effects. I had, like, this DJ setting and you could press it and it'd be like, I don't know where this was made, but, like, you press, like, the high, high octave C and it'd be like, yeah, like this woman going, yeah, or this man down if you said like the d on the lower octave no pun intended he'd be like oh yeah oh yeah was so strange and then they'd have random ones like did it a dictionary like in what context am i remixing a song and using the word dictionary but that's the kind of like i that's the kind of music i would have been making on, on my little yamaha piano and as she's saying she's been sitting on this beat for six years waiting for the perfect opportunity to use it there's no way there's no way in hell that that's true the needle talk who is quite a big uh, tiktok music reactor creator whatever you want to call it he hit the nail on the head and said it sounded like a royalty free song a royalty free beat so like royalty free music would be like the music that i use at the start of this podcast i'm really putting myself in it here the, the shit music that i use at the start of the podcast because i'm too poor to pay royalty fees on anything else it's basically just music that you can't get copyrighted on um get like shitty free sound effects and stuff but yeah like that's what it's being compared to there's nothing to it it is literally the most boring beat i've ever heard in my life somebody said that um somebody said something really funny on tiktok again i keep seeing stuff on tiktok that the lyrics because obviously none of us really care about the production um 
it's all about the juicy lyrics but someone said it's giving when your teacher comes around to collect your test and you're writing last minute answers down that's what the lyrics of the song are and it's so true and it's like do you know when the teacher says oh let's check your homework and you really thought that she wasn't going to check it that day and she's coming around and you're either one of two people or one of three people you're either the one that's like oh I didn't fucking do it or you're the loser like me who would be like searching in her bag pretending to look for it when it doesn't exist or you're scrambling like as much shit you can on a paper to give to them to see that you just wrote something down that's what it is um but yeah let's get into some of the lyrics in the song that we haven't already covered from what she said on either twitter or instagram so like there's absolutely no secret that the song is about megan um her name is mentioned four times in the first verse alone so i mean it's pretty obvious she starts the first verse off by saying this little begging whore talking about megan's law for a free beat you could hit megan raw so she's basically saying that megan would let producers have you know unprotected sex with her with for a free beat and that's how she kind of built her way up into the music industry she went straight in there straight in no fucking foreplay nikki went with this song um i mean maybe it's true it's it's a thing that happens in these kind of industries i mean fucking iggy azalea wrote a whole song about it work 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 you remember that one valley girls giving blowjobs for louboutins what you call that head over heels what a tune but um i mean it could be true i mean i would argue that it's maybe more her talent because i i think she is one of the most talented female rappers ever to be honest but no nikki is saying that she is giving raw sex for a beat she then goes on to say bad bitch she likes six foot i call her big foot the bitch fell off i said get up on your good foot again um that's to do with the tory lane shooting incident you know at the start of that whole thing megan claimed that she had been shot on both feet however it was later confirmed that she was only shot in one foot nikki's obviously mocking megan's shoot and telling her to get up on her good foot the one that wasn't shot but we all like as i said earlier nikki is one of the people that like think megan is lying about the whole thing and that she wasn't actually shot on that note she says in the song how you go on gail king and can't cry so after the shooting megan was interviewed by gail king and nikki is accusing megan of lying about being shot because she didn't even cry during the interview so apparently in order to be found guilty you need to cry no that's what am i trying to say in order to be telling the truth you need to cry to prove your point i guess what is what nikki's getting at she says again bringing her mother into it she says something just really out of pocket here she says how you fuck your mother man when she die so she's basically just accusing megan of fucking her mom's partner or whoever after her mom died like i'd like to know where she got that piece of information from because i'm pretty sure that's like not really on the internet anywhere i mean correct me if i'm wrong i mean the entire song is just jam-packed with like the most just outrageous insults to megan but it's it's giving i can't really i don't really know how to articulate it like there's no tact behind any of the lyrics like compared to me this is my opinion guys um but the more I look into it, the more I'm just like, I feel like I have no choice but to be Team Megan here. I feel like I have no choice. And in this particular incident, Megan's lines are careful, are carefully like crafted, and they flow into one another. They all kind of link up. Nikki rhymed foot with foot like four times in this fucking song. Like you know what I mean? To me. If I was to compare it to something I've done in my lifetime, you know, not that anybody cares, but it, to me, it reminds me of your leave insert English exam. You've got three hours. You've just, you're always told to allocate equal amounts of time to each section. But what has everybody done? 
or is it just me you've done an hour and a half on Shakespeare you've done an hour and a half in your comparative and you look up at the clock and you realize well fuck my life I've got about 20 minutes left to write what I should be what should be like a six page creative essay so you just start writing whatever is coming to your head none of it makes sense there is no beginning middle and end like like your English teacher has drilled into your head for the past few years it is just vomit on the page that is basically what happened she took everything that she said on her Instagram live and on her Twitter and just kind of threw it on the page and hoped that um that it worked but I want to talk to you about the outro because this is some of this is some of the weirdest shit I've ever heard recorded so she recorded like an outro and by this time the beat kind of cuts out and it's just her basically going acapella it's like she's left her it's like a private voice note is what we're hearing and people are saying that she's done doing like asmr and i feel like i just need to read out the whole thing for you guys just so you have a bit of context to it because it's just it's mental it's like she's cursing her so she starts off by saying now listen up bigfoot you know i got a lot of tea i went easy on you mm. glass fragment foot ass bitch you know, whenever I meet a woman that would fuck her friend's man and let your friend talk about your ex-friend baby on the internet, I know that they have a very evil spirit. Where are my prayer warriors at? I don't think you want the next installment of this song. I know it's the most attention you've ever gotten. One flow ho, but uh, trust. If you don't apologize to your mama in 24 hours, shit's gonna get uglier than Ken Barbie, okay? Don't play Mm, and also i'd like to say to my supporters i love you may god bless you you're amazing um all the good pussy gal them too but i'm very serious ho the things that you've lied about even pertaining to your mom you don't want them out okay now since you think it's funny to speak about people's families we'll all join in we'll all play the reindeer games soon as your new nose heals as soon as you're well let's leave that for the second installment hmm that is so fucking unsettling but i can't stop laughing at the we'll all play the reindeer games has anybody figured out what that is yet um let me just see if i can find that out okay so it's a film well, when you type in reindeer games, it comes up as a film, which I haven't seen. A 2000 film starring Ben Affleck. This is the the synopsis. When his former cellmate Nick is killed during a prison riot, Ruby takes it as an opportunity to meet Nick's girlfriend. His plan goes wire when he finds himself being forced into a casino robbery. Okay, is that what she means? I don't really know. But that was really weird. Like, and it would be really like unsettling and stuff if she didn't sound the way she did in it like she's going between like her like 17 different fucking alter egos again what in the James McAvoy is this but yeah it was really weird um so apparently if Megan doesn't apologize to her mama so Nicki Minaj is referring to herself as Megan's mom apparently if she doesn't apologize in the next 24 hours the second installment is coming now it's been 24 hours it's been more than 24 hours we haven't heard anything yet but there is still time there's still time for nikki to drop that that next installment there's still time for megan to respond who knows what's gonna happen it's getting juicy there's another tiktok going around i'm gonna play you clips i just think they're so funny guys and they're so entertaining but it's true because i was sent to this and i was like you sound like a disney villain like cursing somebody like weird and then there's this other viral clip going around of her cursing basically megan's unborn child it's really weird and somebody's like edited it into like the sleeping beauty scene where maleficent comes in and curses baby aurora and like it really is like the way she's speaking in it it's it's like a disney movie i'm gonna play it for you guys now just remember if you're lucky one day 
Hopefully, your womb will bring forth a child, and you do not know what that child will have to go <laughs> I keep seeing people on the internet being like, "It's so hard to be a Barb sometimes," um, and you know, it's so true. Like, God, as somebody like, for example, I have always, always, really loved Kanye West's music and I just think he is a musical genius and then it obviously gets to a point where you're just like you're just making this incredibly difficult to be a fan of you because you're being so fucking stupid so I can imagine that the Nicki fans out there and I'm a Nicki fan too but you know I don't think I like really stan anybody that hard I try to not do that because people like music artists they always have some way of disappointing you they say something stupid or stuff so you're just better off not getting too involved in that side of it but even like Nicki Minaj fans are kind of like Jesus Jesus Christ hon you need to reel it in reel it in we're not going to war here but you're making it sound like we might be so Megan the Stallion is openly a lover of anime and it's something she talks about quite a lot and people have been saying that she's been staying very quiet over the last few days after Nikki's response but her fans have noticed something and are arguing otherwise so Megan posted on her Instagram story the other day a picture of red spider lilies and that is something that I didn't know this I have learned this information through again TikTok um but yeah red spider lilies are something that feature a lot in anime and when they do show up they tend to mean imminent danger or misfortune that is coming soon. You know, and because we know that she loves anime, like, she obviously posted that for a reason. There was no context. She didn't put a caption or anything. She just posted that in her story and left it there. So, you know, that's interesting. I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen there. So while everybody is going off on, you know, Instagram, X, TikTok, whatever platform, you know, saying how immature Nikki's being. I mean, when you consider she is, I think she's 41 years of age or something, and all it took was one line to set her off on this manic episode. You know, you, so everybody is being like, girl, you need to calm down, you need to pack it in. You know, the one person who should not be commenting on this is her fucking husband, Kenneth Petty. And like, it has since been deleted the tweet that he tweeted but he broke his silence on wife Nicki Minaj's ongoing beef with Megan the Stallion and this is what he said guys you're not gonna fucking believe what he said out of all the things in the world that this man could have said this is what he chose to say it's hot when she acts a little immature the woman was too stunned to speak it's hot when she acts a little immature firstly you're agreeing basically with the whole internet that your wife is is being a bit a bit childish in the matter secondly have you forgotten that you are a sex offender a sex offender of a young girl it's read the room honey read the room i don't know was he trying to be funny or something it's oh, I, sorry. I just can't believe he said that. It's it's since been deleted for fucking good reason. But yeah, he had something to say, and that was it. Apparently, I mean, is this the return of competitive hip hop? Because I wouldn't be mad if it is. We haven't had anything in a while. Maybe since like Drake and Pusha T. But there's been, you know, hip hop is like the one music genre where it works like to beef each other and insult each other through the lyrics um and it's always kind of been that way we just haven't had anything in that long you know we obviously had like Tupac and Biggie I mean I hope it doesn't end that way because that was tragic for both parties you have like the game and 50 Cent Eminem and literally everybody Nicki Minaj and Cardi B Nas and Jay-Z there's so many uh, but we haven't had anything in a while so could this be the new competitiveness and listen I think it's all fun and games and it's a bit of healthy competition as long as it's not being taken too far and people aren't getting actually hurt. Um, I do think the whole like 
um lying on your dead mama like the the constant reference to her dead mom is is a bit much and nikki is showing signs of like unhinged behavior so maybe we should be worried um but i actually just read in the past few hours just before i started recording this that the police are now involved because a barbs so barbs are obviously the Nicki minaj fans a barbs has somehow found out the whereabouts of megan's mother's grave and tweeted it and posted it on like tiktok and twitter and instagram and basically encouraged Nicki fans to go to the grave and mess it up to get back at megan that's really messed up guys like I think that might be a bit of a fucking step too far like her poor mother didn't have any involvement in this and she's fucking dead like let let the let the dead rest that's what that's what they're buried for to fucking rest um so the local authorities have been made aware of this nothing's happened yet but like the fact that somebody went out of their way to find out where her mother was buried and then tweet that everybody should go there and mess it up to get revenge to get revenge on one line in a song that they all took so personally and you know this is nikki like nobody would have done that if nikki didn't go and fucking lie for 20 minutes and start saying lying on your dead mom your dead mom your dead mom she just kept bringing up her dead fucking mom like her behavior is quite it's it's um it's worrying actually i mean i love the drama and all but you would kind of be like oh is she all right like mentally I know like not many of us are mentally all right but like seriously is she does somebody need to go and check on her because I hope this doesn't end really badly but yeah what do you guys think I'd like to know your thoughts are you team Nikki team Megan I think after weighing it all up for me on this situation alone I think I have to be team Megan I just think Nikki is she might she might just be taking a step too fucking far and I no harm it's it's all just a bit weird but especially like this it wasn't like megan came out with a song if megan came out with a song entirely based on nikki then i'd be like fair but i think what nikki thought she was doing was was a modern day hit him up by tupac and it just really it it really fell short and it's just not a good song and it's barely even insulting because the insults are just so like whack they're like what the what but yeah i'd like to know your thoughts do you think that we're going to get more from this do you think megan's going to respond do you think nikki will drop the second installment and if so what's going to happen are the barbs going to take it too far are we still going to get funny tiktoks i hope so if anything comes from it, i hope that's it but yeah i would love to know your thoughts leave me comments on instagram my tiktok whatever and let me know what you think and as always thank you guys so much for listening i really really enjoyed this episode i found it so fucking fun to you know research what was happening and just keep up to date with it over the last few days because this was quite last minute but i wanted to get it out before it becomes old news because you know stuff like this tends to become old news pretty fast but yeah let me know what you think um if you liked this episode please if you have time rate it five stars on whatever you're listening to it on if you think it's you know if you think it's five stars i hope you do like follow share with people who might enjoy it and yeah appreciate you guys thanks for tuning in and i'll see you next week bye